Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. CBS Wednesday. We have so many cool, diverse people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, different upbringings, and it just keeps growing. Citizen of the United States. I'm a hustler. I'm a big Taylor Swift fan. I'm the queen of the tribe. I am playing whatever role I gotta play. I'm gonna play this game for speed. I ain't going down like no punk. A new survivor Wednesday on CBS and streaming on Paramount Plus. A World Cup qualifying resumed in South America yesterday. Chile beating Peru, Colombia and Uruguay both got a, uh, a draw and Venezuela with a shocking draw against Brazil. Didn't necessarily see that one coming. We also saw Lionel Messi's return in Argentina's 1-0 win over Paraguay. Nico, mm. Argentina just one loss in the last 50 games. Against Saudi Arabia at the World Cup. Guys are balling. Where did you watch it? Um, at home. I had some dinner, so I had to watch it afterwards. Um, Why are you lying? <laughs> I had to watch it afterwards. I had to di- 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 dial in. Yeah, no, I had to watch it afterwards. Parts, not the whole thing. Impossible to watch the whole thing because then I got. I had to watch Brazil. It's a lot of <laughs> soccer. Um, but you know what I really love about this Argentinian national team is that the whole country's behind it. It's like when they play in the Monumental in Argentina in Buenos Aires. It's like a theater for the entire country. When the entire country socially is at odds right now. There's elections coming up. The peso is incredibly inflated, like we've never seen before. There's so much uncertainty in Argentina, and like the one thing that they have that unites the country, literally the one thing that they have that unites mm. the country, is the Argentina national team, who is like the Harlem Globetrotters at this point. Alexis Magalister, bald, de pal, Alexis Magalister had a very good game, and Argentina, they named him man of the match. Great. Um, Love so that. So that's good for, Let's go. for Liverpool. Let's <laughs> go. And, and got messy, but it's not, he's not even the star of the show. Otamendi. Yeah. Otamendi, out of all people, yeah. scored this Zidane against Bayer Leverkusen volley off of a corner kick. It was wild. So it's like they have this this Harlem Globetrotter energy mm-hmm. to them, that and they're high on confidence. And and at the end, I, I think having too many teams qualify to the World Cup out of South America when it's so generous, like we talked about the other yeah. day, for Argentina and Brazil, I think this is going to be a little bit of a walkover mm-hmm. in for World Cup qualifying, which loses a little bit of that, that taste, that cutthroat attitude. What about what we saw from Lionel Messi? came on around the 60-minute mark, is that right? It looked lively when he came on? Yeah, not too sure. I didn't see. I couldn't tell you to the, to the oh, full extent. What? because, But he, he did participate, which was important. So um, he, he's... Would you expect him to now, since we've seen him make that second-half appearance, would you expect him to start in the next game? For Messi, I think right now it's a day-to-day thing. Just like with Inter-Miami, we don't know where he's at from 0 to 100%. It's, it's such a big gray area. There's not a number where you can say, all right, he's almost there. Um, and it's almost a matter of how he wakes up. He says, okay, I'm ready to go. Mind you, South American travel, it's difficult. It's not like Europe where you're like, okay, Switzerland has to play Liechtenstein or France has to play Slovakia. And you're on a one-and-a-half-hour ride and, and, and you're there. 
getting from Buenos Aires to Peru, from Buenos Aires to uh, Caracas, and then taking a bus to Varinas, uh, Venezuela, mm-hmm. it's very taxing on the body. It is, but I feel like this was the perfect game to be able to put him in because of the way that Paraguay played. It was very defensive. I don't yeah. feel like Messi had to ex- overextend himself in those 37 minutes that he was in there. He's just finding the little pockets. He almost scores off of a, a set piece, free kick, hits off the post. Like I think there are things in this game um, – that you put him in at the last few minutes to try to unlock a defense. They, they, don't get, they don't get a goal from him in that time. But that, I think, is beneficial for him to potentially then start the next game. Because, yeah, he played 37 minutes, but it wasn't mm. an exhausting 37 minutes where there's more transition yeah. in the game. He's not in a full sprint. It's just little movements and to try Peru, to open himself. similarly to Paraguay, is going to have more of a defensive performance. Yes. They're coming off of a big loss in the Clásico del Pacífico against Chile um, yesterday, last night. So it's also about kind of like snagging a point where you can against Argentina. So, so maybe you can get him 50-something minutes, start him and play him through yeah. the, the beginning of the second half. 60 minutes. I could see that. A lot of talk about whether Messi got spat at. Mm. Yeah. You didn't think so? I, it's difficult to interpret because there's only like one camera angle and you can't tell, you can't see Tony Sanabria, the Paraguayan's face, like what's the intention? They had it back and forth and then you just see like a loogie go. Mm, <laughs> you, yeah. You can't tell, I can't tell the intentions. Sanabria obviously says that he didn't do it. Why would he admit though that he did? And, and Messi was like, Messi kind of just like mic dropped in mix zone right afterwards. He was like, yeah, I don't know. I didn't see it. The guys told me that it happened, but this guy, I don't even know who he is. I don't know who the boy is. I don't know is. who he is. He, <laughs> so want, he wants to become famous. <laughs> it sounds like something I would say. It's just know? a sick I don't have my messy, like uh, Alexis does his messy in, in, ring, in person. Ring, ring, <laughs> ring. <laughs> uh, you said Brazil, this should be a walkover for them, the qualifying, because of the fact that it's that extended field that's going to get right. through, but they drop points. They dropped points for the first time in 15 games at home in World Cup qualifying. They, they were 15 wins in a row, and out of all countries... Venezuela to score a bicycle kick in the way they did. This is this is the tying goal. It was unbelievable from from Venezuela who who put up a good performance. From <laughs> nice. What I read, it was um, defensively sound. This <laughs> mean, to to score the game tying goal like that. Ridiculous. Yeah. Jeez. <laughs> Mind you, what I did what I did say still stands. Which Brazil's is Brazil's going to walk oh. over this mm-hmm. um, World Cup qualifying. It's impossible that they don't qualify, even if they qualify second or third. But they're so good. Um, and a draw from this, it's what, what is big, it's big for Venezuela. On the flip side, because it's so generous, this is like Venezuela's shot to make a World Cup. And mm. getting a point in Brazil is it's more than a point, it's gold. How close have they ever come, Venezuela? Right there. Yeah. But, but never enough. It's it's tough. Imagine when it was nine, when it was mm-hmm. ten teams, only four direct spots. Uh, again, like I mentioned before on the show, for Argentina it was difficult. If you think like, oh no, Brazil, Argentina, it's always like Brazil's always there first, and Argentina in, in 1990 and 1994 for the World Cup in in South Africa when Maradona was the coach, they had to go to the last match day to one of the last shots in the game against Peru and. It's, kind, it's almost like the NWSL scenario that yeah. we're getting this weekend. That's what happens yeah. in the last match day for, uh, for South American qualifiers. Like yeah. There's moments where Falcao was like whispering, like game was almost done, and they knew that in another stadium there was a result that was boating their way for both teams on the field. So it's like Falcao for Colombia. 
whispering over to the other guy on the other team's like, hey, oh my God. if we tie, <laughs> it's done. We both go to the World Cup and, you know, like that type of stuff. Wow. It gets crazy, but not anymore. Uh, let's just recap you uh, for you then what happened in CONCACAF uh, as well in the Nations League because um, these are some of the results that we saw there. Uh, so Suriname against Haiti 1-1. Uh, Cuba, Honduras, neither of them managed to score. Wow. Uh, St. Lucia got the win over Guadeloupe. Jamaica, four pass. Wow. Grenada. Um, St. Kitts and Nevis with a 3-2 win over St. Martin and then uh, Bonaire, 2-0 win uh, for them. Oh, let me not forget the last one. Dominica, British Virgin. When are they going to send the morning footy game yeah. to cover oh, six Oh, is that the trick <laughs> we're looking for? <laughs> I think we should go to a home game there. Sounds lovely. Okay. All right, Charlie Davis is coming back in with the headlines next. You going to come back that week, Kate? When you have sports mixed with your pop culture, along with humor and celebrity interviews, your earbuds are enjoying the Rich Eisen Show. Dan Orlovsky, are you still a Jaden Daniels is the best quarterback available in the draft guy? I think the three things that make it stand out for me are number one, I think his ball placement versus man coverage is the best in the draft. Every quarterback in the NFL is accurate. He's got the best on tape. Number two, most transferable stuff to the NFL. And then I think the third thing is pocket peace. Search for the Rich Eisen Show on YouTube or wherever you listen. It's Footy Kit Friday, everybody. Can we give a shout out what to say a D team over in Italy? <gasps> okay. Are these some of the best kits you've seen? Boreale? These are I, beautiful. I like that. Do you they love them? them? I don't love them. Now I'm thinking about the Roman Empire. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. Well, at least Everything once a day, right? <laughs> you, do you really like him? Yeah, I think it's um, very creative. Oh, okay. Just like USL has to get creative to kind of get their brand out of the market mm-hmm. or almost into the mainstream. City of D coming in hot. That was you don't like you didn't like them? I thought they were alright. Really? I thought they were alright. No, I liked it. I liked the What's your favorite crust. kit recently? Recently? Ooh. Oh, gosh. I don't know. I don't hate the... Charlie and I were talking about this the other day. I don't hate the United Away one that everybody else seems to hate. Wait, which one is that? The green The green, the green. Oh, yeah. yeah. Do you know what? That mm. one, I hated it initially, and then it's kind grown, of grown on, on me. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. There you go. With, yeah. the, with the white pinstripe. Yeah. 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 You mm. need to do it with that face. No, because it, because uh, when was the last time that United wore green? I know it's in their color scheme. Oh, I don't know. But Long. it's like a brighter green. It's like green, the yellow. The green and yellow, like the yeah. old school. That was in the 90s, though, wasn't You're it? You're right. He would be like, it was in 1996. They played <laughs> yeah, Arsenal away from home. She calling you a nerd? I am. It's just an encyclopedia of a brain. I'm like, how do you store all that up there? You are, Nico. Uh, Charlie, have you got the headline stored? I do. I can't wait to share it with you all. Let's get to it. The Colorado Rapids head into the offseason in need of a new head coach, and reports have revealed a candidate with ties to Rapids owner. Stan Kroenke has been identified as a potential target. According to multiple reports, former Arsenal midfielder, the 31-year-old Jack Wilshere, is being considered as a candidate to be the Rapids' new head coach. In AFCON news, the groups for the 2023 African Cup of Nations are set with host nation Ivory Coast getting drawn with Nigeria, Equatorial Guinea, and Guinea-Bissau in Group A. Reigning champions Senegal are in Group C with Cameroon, Guinea, and Gambia. The tournament will begin on January 13th with matches set to be played at six venues around Ivory Coast. 
Morocco, who reached the semifinals this past World Cup, have been drawn in with Democratic Republic of Congo, Zambia, and Tanzania in Group F and seek to win their first AFCON title in nearly 50 years. In Italy, the Serie A EA Sports FC Player of the Month award has been assigned to Milan Flair Raphael Leal. <laughs> the trophy will be presented during the pregame of Milan versus Juventus, scheduled for Sunday, October 22nd. This is the third time Raphael Leal wins the award since it was introduced in 2019 and now shares the most Player of the Month awards with Napoli's Kavika Kvaratelia. And now, going to Azuri news. According to multiple reports, Federico Chiesa has withdrawn from the national team of Italy after the Juventus player was unable to recover from muscle fatigue suffered in the Torino Derby. Italy will face Malta tomorrow in England on Tuesday, both which are key Euro qualifying matches. Staying with the Italian national team, the Italian FA announced Thursday that Newcastle's Sandro Tonali and Aston Villa's Nicolo Zaniolo left national team camp after the Federation was notified of the investigation. According to reports in Italy, the Premier League duo was questioned by Italian authorities and were dealt formal investigation paperwork from the Turin Public Prosecutor's Office. El Shirari and Samuele Ricci are the pair called up replacing Sandro Tonali and Nicolo Zaniolo. Nico, it appears that more and more players are being investigated in the past year for alleged gambling. What do you make of all of this? This is horrible. I'm all about keeping the integrity of the game as fit as possible. If, if this is, if the players at this level are fracturing the integrity of football, this is bad. This is, I mean, it's front page of the Italian news, this, you know, the, the, clearly, because when you've got two players on the national team and then Premier League as well, after all the whole Ivan Tony situation, nah, I'm, I'm, this is scary that, you know. Scary in what way? Just because it's, it feels like it can be manipulative of, of football, of the game that, that we're watching and you, you don't want that. You, you want them to keep their integrity. It's, it's about not tainting the game that you're playing in and, and results and... Yeah. I understand sometimes they may f feel like it's harmless, but like, oh, bets for Italy to win, right? You bet on yourself to win, yeah. but, but still there's... But what are you betting for, money? Like, who needs, like, they don't need money, you know? Like, it just seems like a strange... Culture, though, isn't it? it seems like a strange thing to bring into your world. And, I mean, it is quite an addiction for many people, so you can see, like, even... It, it affects people, right? It doesn't matter if you're on the team or just a, a regular Joe. Like, if you get addicted to this, you get addicted to it. Look at Michael Jordan. Ex exactly. And so like, I... Yeah, he had all the money in the world, I just I guess, feel like, what's the point? Like, well, it's why that, even it's let that yourself be tempted it's that, it's to It's winning, that? isn't it? It's winning. Like, these are guys who are programmed to win. And that, you know, translates to anything. To, to anything. Exactly. And I do think that it's so easy and so accessible now. And in Europe in particular, like... There's a betting culture. I mean, it's you see it in Yes, and the sports industry and the sports betting industry. I agree with you. They're they're going in an ascent together. Completely. I just I think that it it I agree that it completely compromises the integrity of of the game, and there has to be a way to to police this. But this is only going to. I feel like this is we're going to continue to see instances of this, and they need to figure out a way to. 
to control, and it has to be like very hard repercussions for for these because if it, found it cannot. Guilty. Yeah, if found guilty, right. but they, it cannot. It cannot continue, but it is. It's just. It just seems so. But the Italian Federation was swift. The police me. investigation. All right. Ciao. Done. Mm-hmm. And then we'll see afterwards. It's for their own sake, for their own credibility. Yeah. So for the Italian federations, you oh, mean? Also, yeah, right. yeah. Also, okay. I wonder how. I haven't seen a response yet from Newcastle, Aston Villa, but they're they have a problem on their hands too. Uh-huh. Yep. Agreed. Uh, okay, we talked about the, the race for the playoffs in NWSL uh, earlier on. We're also going to talk about the individual awards that are still up for grabs in that league. We'll be back in just a minute. Stay with us. Who do you want? Welcome back, everybody, to Morning Footy. Uh, so, playoff spots aren't the only thing on the line that in the NWSL this weekend. Excuse me, It's the last chance for end-of-season awards candidates to boost their cases as well. Uh, you've got Sophia Smith, who leads the Golden Boot race despite having missed more than a month of the season. She does have some good competition, though, with a pair of players still in range of catching her. Caroline has 10 goals, just one behind Smith, and Ashley Hatch has nine. So let's talk about that Golden Boot spot. Uh, the race is on. Who, who are you backing to win it? I'm backing... Sophia Smith is just coming off the injury that you just mentioned. So if she gets minutes, I can't imagine her playing a lot in that game at Angel City. But that the second two players, Caroline and Ashley Hatch, they're playing each other. That's North Carolina versus Washington Spirit. Um, I should note, Ashley Hatch, five of her nine goals are from the penalty spot. Mm. So, so she is their penalty taker. So she could easily get 10 if they Trinity Rodman finds herself on a dribble and, and draws a foul. But I'm back in Caroline. Mm. I love Caroline, the Brazilian international, the flair that she has brought to a very possession-oriented team. She can stretch the back line really quickly. So I could imagine this North Carolina squad pulling Washington into their own attacking half and then springing Mm. Caroline in the opposite direction. she is just so swaggy when she gets in the final third and what she can do to open up space to create for herself. And now she has a pair of players around her in Manaka, the new Japanese international, just 19 years old, and Tess Bodie, who have, have set her up in a really good way. So I'm going Caroline. I think she, I think she okay. gets one this weekend. Do you like her for both Golden Boot and MVP? I do. I do just because of what North Carolina has done this year. Yeah. I, I think... They could sweep. If Caroline has a good game and she ends up scoring what could be not just a, an important goal in that game, but to push them into the playoffs, now not only is Caroline the most important player in that squad, but Sean Nahas is the best coach in NWSL with mm. what he's done and the transformation that he has had there. So I could see North Carolina if they have they need a good result here against Washington and their style of play fits well against the way that Washington want to say play. I think they could really stretch them out and hurt them. So are there various options for you for NWSL Coach of the Year? Or Yeah, there, there are a couple options. We mentioned earlier in the, in the show Becky Tweed and what she has done as an interim head coach. And I think this is the first time we would ever say that an interim head coach could potentially be a coach of the year. But the transformation they have had over the last four months is absolutely They were terrible in, to start were the year. Terrible. Like, they didn't have heart. They didn't have an identity. And now she has implemented a very high-pressing system. It's a 4-2-4. Four, four, go like at them. Like, and if they make the playoffs, I think she's going to be in that conversation. But, again, Sean Nahas has taken this North Carolina team through a little over a year and mm-hmm. taken them from a very direct team into 
They have 60 to 75% possession in every single game. They hold the ball. They play an intricate style. It is very... Um, it's aesthetically pleasing to watch, and I think a lot more eyeballs are watching NWSL because you're not going to get players coming over into this league if you're not playing a good style. And Nahas is starting a new trend where you can win and play really, really aesthetically pleasing style. I think it's going to invite more players to want to come and play in this league. What about Mike Norris, manager of the Portland Thorns? It's his first season as coach. Yeah. He was there before as an assistant, but he's sitting on a shield. Is it more like it's Sophia Smith's show or... Does he deserve no. credit as well in keeping a team top of the table for a long time? Yeah, I, I think that it is – Portland is just so deep. They, they have four or five players that have five or more – four players with five or more goals. The only team in NWSL with that, Sophia Smith with 11. So he's done a really good job of managing the pieces that he was inherited. He was with the team last year as an assistant, so he knew them, was at, the, at that NWSL final and championship part of that squad. I think he's done a good job. The only reason I would say not Norris is because the he's just kept success there. He hasn't outdone mm. what was done before, and – if this Portland team would have ran away with the shield, I would say easy Norris because mm. he brought them to a different level. But they haven't found that next level. But what, if, what do they win? Oh, if they win, I think that it changes. But I think San Diego's winning the what shield. About, so what <laughs> I don't about, think so. Well, San Diego, what about Casey Stoney, who won it last year for getting them in the playoffs? But yeah, if they win I, she's this been, shield. She's actually been excellent again this year. I really like Stoney and the way she's brought these young players to play key minutes within this squad. Naomi Gurma, best defender probably again. Jaden Shaw, 18-year-old, who is going to be the next national team star, I have a feeling. Um, and so Stoney has done a good job. But again, I feel like the tr for me, it's a transformation, and I just feel so differently about what this North Carolina team is now. So my vote would be Nahas, but I'm sure if they win the Shield, a lot of people will be voting for Casey Stone. Do you get to vote? Yes. Do you get to vote? I No, I oh. do not. I do you not. get to vote in MLS. MLS, I get to vote. Oh, I have not gotten, okay. yeah, not gotten the call up for yeah. NWSL voting. We'll get there. What game? Are you coming something this weekend? Yeah, I have Gotham, Kansas City. Oh, wow. Should be interesting. Kansas City, who has nothing to lose, put up six crazy goals last week. <laughs> yeah, six goals. And someone might say no walkover. No, no, no. Yeah, they, Kansas City is ready to play spoiler. We had Lola Bonta on attacking third earlier, and she said, we know that we still have a chance. This was a few weeks ago. We still have a chance to make the playoffs, mm -hmm. but we're also okay with playing spoiler. And they would be a big spoiler because Gotham – having a great year, but if they take points away from them, it would take seeding away. It could, there's probably a way that they could not make the playoffs. It's wild. It is and it's Allie Krieger's last game. That would be a huge oh. spoiler for, for that, the way that the Gotham and the motions that are around that. Um, so yeah, tune into that game, I guess. That's all we calling okay. it. So I'm gonna do I'm gonna do what people tell me that they do for Golasa show. Double, double screen. screen. Okay. Why are, yeah. are you acting like you've never double screened? <laughs> um <laughs> Or did you just want to mention your own ne show? Never, never, with, never with a whip around coverage. I usually have, like, in the mornings, I'll have, like, my Bundesliga on my iPad, Prem in the back, if, it, if that 10 a.m. kickoff is It was the setup, Kate. It's like this normally, yes. but now it's going to be like this. Yeah. Was that right? So I'm going to have you on the iPad, whip around on, yeah. on the big screen, mm. volume up. I hope you set oh. it up and don't hold it that whole yeah, time. Yeah, I got my... <laughs> oh, that's the best. Saturday mornings... 
Mate, you lost Kate at Mate. What do you mean? That's Monday to Friday for you too. What are you talking about? You're here every morning. Talk about football, <laughs> drinking. No, but I have to come in. I can just stay and watch and just be quiet and just let the TV talk. You You're know? quiet. Me, yeah. I don't I, buy that. I, I can be subdued. Really? Yeah. He, you should see him before his mate. <laughs> <laughs> it's a different, it's like, it's, it's, is that why you're 15 minutes late to a production meeting? Yeah. I discovered this week, Morning, Nico. Mornings are Learn a lot about people when you come me. to work yeah. with them Monday to Friday, yeah. don't you? I didn't yeah. hide you down as, oh, the, as yeah. the late time. I'm telling you, once, once the call sheet takes into account Latino time, maybe I'll be... <laughs> <laughs> you need to start lying to him. American <laughs> punctuality. Oh, yeah. boy. <laughs> All right, we're going to go to a break. We're going to talk about MLS and some of the games we've got coming up this weekend. We'll be right back. everybody. Welcome back to Morning Footy. It is the international break, as you all know by now. Uh, there are some MLS matches this weekend, though, including some with playoff implications. So let's take a look at them. You've got New England visiting Nashville SC, the LA Galaxy hosting Real Salt Lake, and then the most important match of the weekend. It is FC Dallas hosting Colorado. FC Dallas in the final playoff spot and can clinch with a win. Uh, so let's talk about that game there. You see the table, how it looks, uh, Western Conference standings right now. The effect that, that the result of that game can have on Dallas, San Jose, uh, SKC, Minnesota, Susanna. It's like it's it's an interesting game that one. Yeah, it's a big one for Dallas uh, because most of these teams only have one game remaining. Dallas have two. Um, that game against Colorado was postponed a couple weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, I like believe a you crazy were there. Windstorm. You were there. No, I wasn't there because it was in Dallas. I wasn't oh, it was there. in Dallas. But, but like one of the. Pieces of the, 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 the like Toyota came down off the one and flew over, off. The one over there. I yeah, saw the yes. video. Some uh, a fan claimed. <laughs> a Rapids <laughs> fan too. The poor Rapids fans. That oh. Why did you wheel? Where are you? <laughs> why would you wheel your chair like that? From the Toyota flew and it hit a fan. Uh, that's what the it fan alleges. It hit yeah, a fan. Yeah, the wind like so a crazy. Gash on his arm. Yeah. It was nuts. Um, so that game got postponed because of inclement weather. So this is uh, Dallas basically control their own destiny in this sense. So if they can get a win in either of their two final matches, they're basically in the playoffs. They are, they're playing Colorado, who have already been eliminated and are the, the worst team in the league. They're also playing the LA Galaxy. Toronto's worse. Toronto's worse. Yeah, just okay. have to throw it out there. All right. Um, <laughs> LA Galaxy um, have also been eliminated, so they're not in contention as well. So the, yeah. these are two teams that could try to play spoiler, but Dallas have been very good at home. I'm looking... If I'm Dallas, I'm looking at this game against Colorado as a must. Breathing room. Yeah. It breathing room going into the next you game. Yeah, and, and it also then puts a ton of pressure on all of the other teams that are in and around that sort of like seventh, eighth, ninth mm -hmm. position. Um, Sporting KC Oof. plays Minnesota next game. Yeah. That's also okay. going to be a big one where it's like it's a six-pointer where you can just distance yourself and not have a lot of that playoff pressure. So the thing is, though, is that they day. they need Dallas to falter. They also will need right. San Jose um, to – so basically, Sporting Kansas City are in with a, with a win against Minnesota if San Jose does not beat Austin, who mm -hmm. are also eliminated mm -hmm. and have not, not been happening. good, or if FC Dallas fail to win um, either of their two remaining matches or if Portland loses to Houston. And then Minnesota, it's even harder yeah. for them if they are only in – if they they have to beat Sporting Kansas City on decision day, which they, they rarely win at – 
SKC. Um, but they need, they need, they, they, they don't control their own destiny. They don't control point. their own destiny. Dallas is the team that can, does. that does. And they have to look at Jesus, Jesus Ferreira oh. because this is a guy, they go wherever he goes. And the first uh, 18 games, he had 10 goals. In their last seven games, he only has two goals. He he is not in form right now. And Ferreira is a player where they, they really revolve around yeah. him. So um, this is a good before. Look at the XG. You know, mm-hmm. he's not in the space to even create what he was creating before. Yeah. And we had um, Martin Pai, uh, Paz on. La- oh, the goalkeeper. The goalkeeper yeah. on yesterday on Box to Box. And he said, you know, our if our offense can get clicking, we can win. And I felt like, yes, of course, like that, that is a good thing, but this is their offense. This is who they need. Can Ferreira get in, in some of those spots where he plays almost a little bit of a false nine connects and then creates space for himself to then flow into in the attack because of his movement off the ball. Um, but it, it's not going well for him right no. now. No, And they only, God, FC Dallas, they only have 36 goals on the season and they're unbeaten in their last seven games but six of those have been draws and the scoreline is always like nil nil one one one. they they, they just they just have not had that offensive and they've been in this spot and they've had four draws in a row and it's like you said Jesus Ferreira last season scored 18 goals he was in the golden boot conversation Mm -hmm. I mean he just looked unstoppable he He started that way too for scoring and it's just since the international break there's been there's been this drop off um and so you're just hoping if they if they don't make the playoffs if being in the position that they're in but hold up right now they 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 win and they clinch essentially right yeah because that would put them at 45 and then nobody else below that you don't know what you clinch specifically because san jose is right there exactly Man, and then it's San a favorable Jose's schedule also, for them to win and clinch. Yeah, when you got, but you you have to win. I feel like you have to. What a blow you for your confidence going to. into the last match day, if you lose to Colorado. That's what I mean. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. They gotta win today. They have to. They, they gotta have win to. today. And then playoffs, I mean, Kate. Sweet. Should we talk about it again? No, I'm done with it. <laughs> done with playoffs. Uh, we're gonna go to a break though because we've got a special guest coming in next. Jimmy Conrad is joining the show. We're yeah. gonna talk bets. There he is. We'll be back in just a second. Jimmy! Oh, okay. oh my goodness. <laughs> wow. Why are you so funny? Look who's with us in the studio, Jimmy Cream Cheese Conrad. And I'm betting 50 bucks. My payout is 100. I mean, if you like to burn money, go for it, man. That's, that's really? what I'm going to say to that. Hey, Chuck, do you have a flamethrower at home? Because you should just put your money on the table and just get the flamethrower out, because that's not hitting, by Bro. the way. All of those are negatives. You grab three negatives, put them, that makes a positive. $50 bet to win $3,159. I'm going four, 14 parlay. And if I win, pay me my money. <laughs> Let's welcome him back in. Jimmy Conrad is in the house. What's up? What's up? Jimmy! Hey! All <laughs> 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 oh, the boo-boos. Yeah, everybody's in the his whole family. <laughs> oh, I mean, who needs to improve then after watching that? Who, who's got room for improvement? Well, if we're being honest with ourselves, Kate, everybody does. Yeah. We were yeah. not very good towards the end. I think we got a little desperate because we were all trying to go for the big home run bet, the big parlay. And uh, I think I'm going to have to change strategy and be a little bit more pragmatic because if you really want to win money, you got to be smart. You can't be foolish. You can't be, can't be leading with emotion, you know? That's that, you, you really said it 
You hit the nail on the head. <laughs> and that's why my bet is so easy. And it, it is, it is, I think it's a, it's a winner, winner, chicken dinner bet. Yeah, we got mm, This one sounds boring. This yeah. is going to be a boring yeah. one, I think. I don't know if it's boring. I think it's just <laughs> it's just a, a good bet. Okay, so uh, what we're going to do, there's a, there's a new set of rules I'm, I'm hearing for okay. the new new season competition, new betting competitions. Let's take, oh, here oh, we go, God. footy wages rules. Here we go. Everybody starts with $1,000. Bets can ah. be placed every Friday until the Champions League final. That's Bets cannot time. exceed $50 each, and the winner is whoever is most in the green. Fair. Uh, I don't, who made these rules, by the way? Uh, this definitely, just, this is definitely this CBS rules. Senor Pete Radovich. Senor Pete Radovich. Okay, cool. Um, all right, so are we going to talk about what? What do we bet? I don't even know how this works. Someone would break down to me how this works, so, please, because I don't understand. You can choose any game you want. A- any game you want from the weekend's oh, fixtures, except apparently women's games, because the only bet oh, that I would have, the wow. only bet that it's I would have hit on last year was an NWSL bet. We couldn't find betting lines for it. They yeah, didn't, like, didn't right. exist. Oh, we're using actual so, betting lines. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah, got absolutely. you. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. All right, so you just get to pick. Who wants to go first, then? I'll right. go first, because yeah. mine is super simple. Straightforward. Straight and I think Jimmy's going to love it. One bet, is that right? One game. <laughs> One wait. game, but you can, <laughs> you can do multiple parlay. bets. You can do parlays. Oh, okay. but, so mine is Portugal to win. Against? Slovakia. Okay. They're at home. Mm-hmm. First team to score as well. Portugal, they're going to win. And they win 2-0. So they can win two, three, four, zero. At least two. But they're nil. going to win, and they're going to shut out Slovakia. I placed a fifty-dollar bet to win eighty-seven dollars in in four cents. Now, I'm to, so to give you some context with your, with your bet to what? win right, without Portugal conceding. Portugal to win without conceding. Say it like that. Okay. Please, thank you. So now, we know what we're talking about. Huh? Portugal have scored twenty-four goals in <clears throat> qualifiers and have conceded zero. They won one zero in <laughs> Slovakia. So, smart bet, they're going to win at home, and they will not concede because they haven't conceded. Done. Done. All right. Let's make some money. I'll be Charlie. honest. I'll be, wait, I, I'll be honest. I like that bet, Chuck. Way to go, buddy. I really like that one. Hey. <laughs> 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 Woo! I'm loving it. I'm loving it, Chuck. Who's next? Next. I'll go next. I also got to go with, I was going to throw Boca in there because Boca plays this weekend, but... I usually, when I bet for Boca, I play more with my heart, not my head. Mm-hmm. So it's specifically just European qualifiers. Turkey's playing Latvia, and they're well on their way to get to Europe. And they're playing at home after a big win against Croatia. I expect them to keep that momentum in my parlay. Turkey to win. Hungary and Serbia, both in top of their Euro qualifying group. They're neck and neck. It'll be an interesting game. Two pretty offensive teams. They have firepower in that game. Both teams to score. And Slovenia is playing at home against Finland. Um, In Euro qualifying, Slovenia, a win would help them massively. They have a little bit more quality than Finland. Slovenia to beat the Scandinavian squad. I'm putting 20 bucks on that bet. And the payout is $78.34. There's a lot. That's a lot. That's a lot lot of information. to go your way there, Nico. I I feel like I just got smarter listening to Nico. Thank you, Nico. I appreciate that. That (laughs) Thank you. That's good. What's your feeling, Jimmy? I know you're honest. No, I, 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 the Turkey one is interesting. Do you, you had Latvia to score as well? That's no, the only no, thing no, that no. gives me. Turkey to win. Turkey to beat Latvia. Turkey at home. to win. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. Got it. You know what? I'm a fan. I'm a fan. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go. Bang that drum. Oh, oh, I'm gone. Everyone's gotten a drum bang. I'm nervous. 
All right. Oh, Anna, what do you got? What do you uh, got for us? I don't know. Jimmy, I feel like I, I was such a fail. Not one of my bets hit last year. And not one? Not one. Not one. That's, I came so close listen, a few listen. times. Susanna, when you gamble, you don't tell anybody about your losses. You don't tell them about your big Ws, okay? So, so. Uh, I know. I'm a novice. Keep going. Okay, so. You're good. You're good. You know, you know I can't stay away from MLS. So this is an MLS bet, but I feel like I played it pretty conservative. And I actually feel pretty good about this. So I was looking at that Nashville-New England game. These are two oh. teams that have both already clinched their, their playoff spots. Um, so I, I picked a draw between these two teams, and I took the under on two and a half goals. Um, Nashville has haven't scored in their last three matches. They're also scoreless in their last two home games, um, but they're also so stingy on defense. I think they've only allowed 29 goals this year, so I think they can kind of suppress the New England revolution. So I went with a draw and the under uh, two and a half goals. 25 bucks at plus 400 would net me um, 125 bucks. So that's great. I don't know. Estás loca. What do you think? Sí. What do you think? <laughs> you, you said it was conservative. There's a lot of angles to that, and I like it. I think it's super smart, and obviously you have all the stats and research to back it up. Well places. Wait a way to start the year. I really yes. love that. <laughs> oh, I feel so proud of myself. Suze, you're crazy. Why? Wait, it's Kate. Kate, you ha you clearly are you in or are you out? You're asking what? about the rules, so I'm. Sh I, I don't, I don't think get you're my in. own bet. I get to give you Alexis's bet. That how, that's how it works. Ooh, so I have Alexis's okay. bet for you. Oh, Which I do don't it. really understand why he would pick this. Doesn't seem like a lot of upside to me, but okay. Georgia to beat Cyprus, <laughs> $50. At, I don't know how, I don't do like betting talk. Minus, I don't know how you say it. Like minus 320? Mm -hmm. Yeah. $50 at minus 320, which would win him 65 63. Eh. Safe. That is uh, yeah. probably the safest bet of all time. He gets no drum, Kate. There's no drum for, for that. <laughs> Fair that is very conservative. I appreciate that. All right, my turn. Let's go, everybody. Okay. So, as you can tell, I'm a little U.S. men's national team focused. I'm just happy we're playing a, a pretty conservative, conservative opponent in Germany and not Oman and Uzbekistan, with all due respect to them. We, we beat those two teams 7-0 combined, so I'm like... Like it, we're going to get a little bit of a challenge. However, the bookies have zero respect for the U.S., everyone. It's the heavy favorite of this is Germany, plus 270 for the U.S. to win straight up. What? So I believe that we will win or draw, everyone. And if you do that, it's minus 115. I'm going to bet 50 to win $93. Yes, that's <laughs> what I'm going with. Now, listen, Germany, I should say, hey, a formidable, considerable opponent. They're, they haven't been great in 2023. They beat Peru the first game of the year. Then they lost or uh, they didn't win in five straight. They lost three games in a row for the first time since 1985. So they kicked Hansi Flick out of the position. They brought in Rudy Voller and he helped them beat France 2-1. So I already feel like they got that new manager bounce. They hired 36-year-old Julian Nagelsmann, who was at Bayern Munich. Now, the, the, the issues with, with Nagelsmann when he was at Bayern and now he got sacked for Thomas Tuchel last year is that he, he overcomplicates his tactics. So you bring him in with a bunch of guys that are already kind of burned out of whatever Hansi Flick was doing. And I just feel like they're not going to have that same new manager balance. I think they're going to be conservative. Plus, Germany doesn't even have a number nine. They got Thomas Muller playing up there. However, Leroy Sané is unbelievable. So we got, somebody's got to mark that guy. As long as we mark that guy. However, the U.S. have scored in 12 straight games. And I feel like we're going to get a goal. I can see us scoring first at plus 140. But I'm going to go with a little bit of a safer bet. I like the U.S. to win or draw. Minus 115. And come on, boys! I believe in you. We can do it. It's a good bet. <laughs> it's a good bet. I, I get very competitive, and, and Jimmy Jimmy bets very very smart. Yeah, he he, yeah. he, he bet with his heart though. But I I, I'm I'm curious. I did. You've been here now for a week. What? Yeah. Yeah. 
What do you think about the culture within the Morning Footy crew? What's coming? I feel like something's coming and no, I don't nothing, know what it is. No, I'm just what, curious. What, what kind of question is that? What do you think about the culture <laughs> within yeah, the culture. Morning Footy crew? You got Jimmy, it's fun, and you got Susanna, Nico, Alexis. Yeah, where are you going with it? No, I'm just... Yeah, where are you going with it? How you felt about Jimmy's it? Jimmy's just back there. Yeah, so, what's up? <laughs> yeah, Jimmy, where's he going with it? <laughs> I know you're going somewhere. I'm not going anywhere. I really wait, enjoyed wait, wait, the culture of Morning Footy, Charlie. We have uh, we have a good time, but we also talk football. I feel like there's breadth of coverage. So whatever you're a fan of, whether that's South American, European, NWSL, MLS, like this is for the entire soccer community. So for me, it's dope. Is that a good, good answer? Is that Perfect. okay? Perfect. Uh, by the way, it's my last show. I've really enjoyed the culture here. At Yay! <laughs> we got a culture here. <laughs> yes, we do. Um, it's been fun. Thanks, thanks for, for having coming. me. Yes, this has yeah. been very fun. Uh, they need to get the heating fixed. Yes. Guys, you need to Can get you the heating fixed. Have a word. It's okay, very don't. cold in here. What? Please. Yeah. Don't zoom in on the goosebumps I that I have. <laughs> yeah, we've all got them. That's um, why I took my This is when you guys all go, no, it's been so fantastic. Would you like to come back? We'd love Would to have like you. Would you like to come back? If the heating is fixed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, why not? Good answer. Um, Thanks for changing the time of the show. Hey, yeah. Hey. Hey. You know. Yeah, it's been fun. Thanks for coming. <laughs> um, anything else to add before we go? Anyone got any fun weekend plans? Going to the game, going to the game. Yeah. Getting game better, time. Susanna. Mm -hmm. Get well soon. Thank you. Thank we hope you. you come back Monday feeling good. <laughs> and that's it. Thank you for joining us, everybody. We will be back 8 to 10. Or they will be back. I won't. Have a good one. Uh, Monday. Wait, Monday. Yes. Monday. Monday.